everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And we are talking about season five, episode 13, the one with Joey's bag. Oh gosh. Classic. Yeah. You know, thinking about this, there are some key one-liners in this episode that I think are like before I was actually a big Friends fan. That kind of mm-hmm. like endeared me to the show and drew me in, like this specific episode. Mm-hmm. I I think yes, I think much like last episode, which was the one with Chandler's work laugh. Um, the title story is like okay, but well, the Chandler work laugh one was really annoying. So there was like yeah. everything else going on in the episode last last week I liked more this one the Joey's bag is good but it's probably not my favorite part it's probably it probably is my least favorite storyline in the episode oh really mine's Phoebe's grandma oh really yeah we'll get there when we get there not interested okay we'll get there when we get there okay why do you hate grandmas Renee I'm oh I don't hate grandmas I love grandmas I'm sad that her grandma died I do not like her dad and not for the reasons you might think not because he abandoned her and all that kind of stuff this guy is, is so hair weird to me yes it's all the things <laughs> i think that he, was the episode that was the what i was casting think, was choice skullet is very strange to me i don't understand how this man apparently convinced two women to be with him at once and also has a wife upstate and I'm how is I'm he confused. leaving a string of broken hearts? Yes. And he just is like awkward and fumbly and I dislike this casting choice. I feel like okay. their real guy canceled at the last minute and they just picked whoever was available. He was like supposed to be coffee shop extra number three and they were like, uh-huh. you'll do. Yeah. Um, is he like a famous cameo? Because you know how sometimes... You know, I don't actually know the answer to that, but I have literally never seen him before in my life, so. Yeah, true. We also didn't, had never seen Harry Connick Jr. before in our lives, so that it's not saying that also much, true. but. Doesn't yeah. mean anything, but. <laughs> true. Um, okay. Well, anyway, we'll get, we'll get to the bad casting decisions, but, or the questionable casting decisions. Um, but okay, I love the opening. So we. Let's talk about that first because it's the opening. It's kind of a small thread and it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the oh. opening scene, Chandler is lying face down on the bed and Monica's like, no, vice versa. Chandler's giving Monica a massage and she's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so good. So good for Monica. And she's like, I don't know, like, why haven't we done this before? And so they've got like the kitchen timer timing like they're each going to give each other 30 minutes is a very long time for a non-professional that's a to long someone... time yeah i wouldn't be able to give someone a massage for 30 minutes no. my hands would I, cramp up i peter out around like 10 yeah i was gonna that's say when it like, starts just be more me like scratching <laughs> yeah just like kind of rubbing mm-hmm. poking um certainly no thumb work after 10 minutes no it's when you gotta Too start sore. employing like the elbows the elbow and, um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> the nice forearm, which I'm a big fan of in a regular massage. When they, like, go in there with the forearms, you just get such good, like, nice, even pressure. Mm. Mm. Oh, I haven't a massage I in so long. Massage. Man. I know, I want a massage and a pizza oh, and Chinese food. Yeah, just all of it. <laughs> um, so um, 
I was telling Renee this before we started recording, but I'm stay. I'm going up to Auckland and I'm staying at um, a nice hotel next weekend. And one of the nights that I'm there, I've purposely not booked anything with anybody. And I'm going to go to the spa. And I was thinking about booking a massage, but I didn't. But I'm going to go. There's like a nice deep soak tub. Hmm. It's kind of like a massage. I don't know. Maybe I should just book one. Two things come to mind when I think of this evening. Well, three things, actually. One. What, the evening I'm describing? Uh-huh. Okay, is what? Which, when you told me offline that you were doing this, I was like, I'm walking around my hotel room, and I'm naked. Oh. So I'm just imagining Ashley having a, a night to herself, um, singing Love to Love You Baby out of her tub. <laughs> and then I also think of episode of New Girl when – Nick and Jess move in together, quote unquote, and they move into the same room and they can't wait to get away from each other. And Jess gets a hotel that her sister gives her and she like orders room service and is trying to find like a tasteful period piece porn to order from oh. pay-per-view. <laughs> and then in Arrested Development, when it the song's like, mom is going out, mom is something else, dead. And it's like the mom partying by herself. These are all the images that come to mind when I think of this night away that you're treating yourself to. What is the Mama's Going Out one from Arrested Development? Yeah, it's uh, Lucille Bluth does it at one point, and then I think Buster does it another point when she's gone. <laughs> oh, I remember the Lucille Bluth. It's it's almost like cabaret style. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. Very much like cabaret, the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But Buster does it when she's not home one night. And it's really funny. Because you know how they weave jokes through that show forever? Yeah. So the they best. like bring that back, which is so good. Anyway, so I'll I'll find the clip and I'll send it to you. Because it's funny. Please do. So this if you need some inspiration amazing. for your, your weekend away. <laughs> Maybe. Send, one of send these me the lyrics moments. to Mama's Going Out. Um, and I'm very excited. I was like, oh, I should catch up with so-and-so Ocean. And I was like. I'll have a breakfast no. day with them. I am not doing anything on Friday night. So very exciting. Anyway, so um, Monica and Chandler are giving each other massages. And so then Chandler like turns the timer and then he's like, oh, time's up. My turn. And so Monica's like, okay, look, don't want to brag, but I give like the best massages. And oh then she gosh. starts like kneading <laughs> into his shoulders and he's like, ah, oh. Visibly in pain. Clink, like clutching the pillow and she's like say goodbye to sore muscles and he's like goodbye muscles <laughs> goodbye muscles oh that's such a good line it's so oh good. it's so funny i feel like we i don't know how we use it so often but i feel like it is one we use we do always say goodbye muscles yes somehow, and i don't huh? know how <laughs> we are not often giving each other massages you know when no. your um muscles are really sore though and like you know you i'm need familiar somebody- to re- you, you've been sore before. <laughs> Ashley's an intermediate Pilates, so she's familiar with being sore. Um, how do you know if somebody does Pilates? They're going to tell you. They'll tell I'm you. Kidding. I'm just teasing you. No, you're not. Um, we will. It's true. That's true. Um, but like Matt is always doing like some sort of project on our house or the car or something. Like he has a very normal like sit at the desk and talk on the phone and answer emails nine to five like as far as what his body is doing like he sits at a desk right um but he is not he is a very active person 
after hours and that is all like him doing all these projects so he's just really hard on his body and he's always sore so I'm always like you know giving him a foot massage or a shoulder massage or like even just like squeezing the, his arm muscles and you know like when it's so sore and you're like this is good it hurts so good but you can't yes. help but be like ah ow, like ah yes so we always pick a word like I'm not like going to ask word? you every – basically, like, I'm not going to ask you every time you kind of, like, if that's, you know, rather than every time you make a noise being like, is that too hard? Is that too much? Whatever. We pick a safe word. You've got a safe word. Yeah. It comes in handy. So Chandler sounds like he could use a safe word because Monica is just going to freaking town well, on his muscles. It's sad that Monica, like – I don't know. Is this an example of, like, Doug from last week's episode that, like – no, because I don't think people have just, like, blown smoke up Monica's butt her whole life. I think because she's been treated so poorly by her parents and stuff, she has to, like, she is really competitive and has to be good at things. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, she thinks she's really good at giving massages, but she's terrible. Yeah. Well, and, and like, she even says, like, well, I used to give them to Rachel all the time before she got allergic. And it's, like... Rachel wasn't upfront with her and just told yeah. her, right, allergic to massages. Okay. Well, um, what I, I love that that comes about because she's like, Phoebe's all stressed about like the dad thing that we'll get to, but she's like, oh, sweetie, come here. Let me like, you, you seem tense. Let me give you a massage. And of course, Phoebe, because she's just so good is like, oh, ow. And she's like, as a masseuse and a human, I must ask <laughs> yeah. you never, like Phoebe just is so straightforward in a way that I just yeah. I feel like we should all aspire to. Yes. I wish I could, but um, I don't want to. <laughs> she's just so good about it. And she's just like, she's not going to be like, okay, thank you. No, that's that's good. Thanks. You can stop now. She's like, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. And I just yeah. love it. As a masseuse um, and a human. And as a human. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly as you said, um, she is like um she's like oh I used to give him to I used to give him to Rachel before she got allergic and then you know and then she's like see look Chandler likes him and they're like no he doesn't she's like yes he does and he's like no he doesn't (laughs) so um yeah so anyway she then she's kind of like you lied to me once we start lying to each other, and I forgot that they were still a secret because they're I doing know, such a bad me job. Too. And right. she clearly did too. Because then she like kind of looks around and goes, and by we, I mean society. Society. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah. And so, um, and so she's kind of like, you know, we need to not lie to each other, whatever. I kind of feel like, okay, so then at the very end, we'll just wrap this one up. Chandler you know Chandler comes in and Monica's upset and she's like if you don't like my massages just say so and like he can tell that this is not she's like trying to be tough and she's trying to be like I just want you to be honest with me but he's like I know that you don't though you know and so then he tells her like I don't like your massages she starts crying and then very sweetly he's like look you know, he, he doesn't get the whole need to be the best, needing to be the best at everything. But he's like, mm-hmm. you're the best at bad massages. Yes. And somehow that works. But I just, it's, it's just, so cute. It is. I was just going to, I thought you were going to 
be annoyed by it. I was like, it's no. so sweet that he's being so considerate of her feelings. Yeah. And like I, trying not to be mean, but still tell the truth. Yeah. I feel like, no, no, I don't think it's annoying. I think that, in fact, I think that this episode or like this very scene really is where the two of them really start to come into their own as a couple, like mm-hmm. a believable couple. Yes. Because he understands her. Yeah. And I, because I feel like in the earlier seasons, she's like quite harsh and like shrill and difficult. And he's just like rude, sarcastic, like biting sarcastic. Still all those things. Yeah. Um, And you just like, I feel like you can't really see it because he's just, yeah, he's like catty and she's like, you know, no mercy. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like their their personalities are kind of bending towards one another, and so this is like yeah. one of the sweet things where like he's not lying to her, but he's kind of catering to her, and it's just mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, it I is. I think you're right. I think this shows both of them like softening with each other, and it's really sweet. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I like it, and they are a good like as far as the as far as like their relationship. They do, like, have each other's backs and, mm-hmm. you know, like, they are quite a good couple, I think. Yeah. So it's sweet that, like, that's – because, you know, Ross and Rachel don't have each other's backs. Like, no. Ross is jealous. Rachel gets annoyed and is embarrassed by him. And I feel like Monica and Chandler, they get annoyed and they get embarrassed sometimes. They get frustrated and they argue, but it's never, like mm-hmm. – they're usually a united front. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm, like, going into – meta detail about stuff that's not happening yet no i think it's good yeah i had never thought about like that but i think this is a really good example of like maybe it's not a turning point but it's like a point we see where it's like they are a real couple they're not just not that they're not just a hookup it's not just them sneaking around and it's not just good because they're sneaking around it's good because they actually get each other and like yeah can like I don't know. They're good together. It's really nice. They're a good couple, yeah. So yeah. cute. We love. We stand. It's cute. Um, it's cute. Okay, let's get Phoebe's grandma over. Let's nail the old lady since you don't. Have <laughs> you nailed the old lady. Um. Okay, so Phoebe comes in and she's like, I got confused for a minute and I thought this is the one where the cat, because she's wearing that same like furry orange coat. Oh, yeah. And I thought this was going to be the one with Julio the cat, but that's already happened because her, when she met the beach mom in Montauk. Yes. Right. Phoebe's life just... The webs she weaves. The webs she weaves. Um, Okay, so Phoebe's grandma died. Yeah. We only saw her grandma in like two episodes, right? Yeah, maybe only one. The only only one I can think of is when we see her... When she's like showing the photos and it's all the guys in the photo frames. I think that's the only time we see her grandma... I we think hear about right. her I mean, a lot, but we never yeah. see her. I think you're right. I think it's only the Albert Einstein and then guy in the frame at a yeah. graduation, another graduation. Yeah. <laughs> another graduation. Um, okay, so grandma dies. Um, Phoebe's sad about it, but is like, no, it's okay. She lived a full life, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like she's never going to visit. I'll see her again, um, which is sweet. But she goes to – I think it's really sweet that Phoebe and her grandma had a close relationship. Yeah, And um, Phoebe goes to break the news to Ursula. Well, and Before that, one of my favorite um, lines is when Rachel's – she's like, well, she's going to visit. And Rachel's like, yeah, maybe she's here with us now. And Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, first day on a new spiritual plane and she's going to come to the coffee shop. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she's busy. Like, <laughs> she's checking out crazy. all these places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. It is cute. Oh, but yeah. She goes to Ursula. Um. Oh, yeah. So she goes to Ursula to be like, hey, Grandma died. And Phoebe's like, isn't she already dead? Didn't she die like five years ago? Um. And Phoebe's like, no, she just died. And Ursula is so annoying. I don't know. Is this how, is this how like that character behaves on Mad About You? I think so because that's how they paint her like when she dates Joey. Just like, well, I don't want to do this. Okay, bye. Like aloof and rude. Yeah, and very aloof and, and like self-involved even though she doesn't yes. seem like totally full of herself. But she's just like, well, I don't want to do this. So see ya. And like when yeah, she just, dates that other guy or Sean Penn and she's yeah. just like completely doesn't care that she's lying about literally everything um that she told him she's just and like a psychopath isn't she she is kind of a psychopath i love though when she knocks on the door and she's like it's phoebe and she's like oh great and then she opens the door and she's like oh she's like, it's you oh it's you <laughs> yeah and so oh, man so she phoebe's like well look we're having a memorial you know do you want to come and Ursula's like, I actually thought she was already dead, so I've kind of already made my peace with it. So no, I don't want to. Plus, I have a concert, and I invite you, but I've only got two tickets left. Yes, yeah. like, she really is the oh worst. Oh my gosh, she's the worst. And so, so Phoebe's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Have a great concert. Thanks. Have a great funeral. Um, and so they get to the so funeral. Aware. And I, I don't know. Um, I was trying to think about this. There's something about this. I I I kind of like when the group is all together dressed up for funerals like it's happened a few times Mm. and like I don't know why but I just I don't know if it's because it's like sweet that they're all supporting in like a hard time and it's like you know none of them really knew Phoebe's grandma so it's not like they have to go pay their respects they're just doing it to be a friend to Phoebe but I was thinking about like Ross and Monica's grandma's funeral Mm -hmm. that one ends up being like a two-parter right yeah, I think so. And maybe I can't remember if there's any other funerals that they go to. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know if there's any others. Um, I can't think of any. Yeah, but they... There's know, weddings, there's also, though. Yeah, there's weddings, and then there's the Gellers <laughs> anniversaries. And, Let's call uh, a spade a spade. <laughs> just the things you got to go to in Mont- Massapequa. Um, Massapequa. So, yes. So they all show up, and they're supporting... Um, they're supporting Phoebe and of course there's 3D glasses because it is a buffet funeral. Um, Reverend Cho will tell you when to put them on. And so, um, then this guy shows up that Renee hates. Yeah. The world's weirdest casting choice shows up. The weird, yes. He's such a weird casting choice. He's so like fumbly and... All of their interactions are just so strange to me. So I Googled this guy in yeah. since the beginning of this episode. And his name, speaking of Arrested Development, is Bob Balaban. Blah, blah, blah. Bob, blah, blah's blah, blah. Um, his name is Robert Elmer Balaban, but he goes by Bob Balaban or Balaban, but B-A-L-A-B-A-N. Okay, still a mouthful. Um, yeah, Babalaban. Babababa. Babalabam. <laughs> um he apparently is a very famous actor. Okay. Um he's been in We're like, well, we three... don't know him, so like who could he even so be? Obviously he's a nobody. He's been in three Christopher Guest comedies. 
which is Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, oh. and For Your Consideration. So all those movies, which is like where um, oh. Catherine O'Hara and yes. um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Parker Eugene Posey? Levy. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe Parker Posey. They're all in all those movies. They're hilarious. So yes. I guess he's funnier than I think. And he was in three Wes Anderson movies. And this is just the highlight reel. Like, he's obviously been in other stuff. Wait, was he in but, Grand Budapest? Is he like the bell guy? He is Grant in Grand Budapest. As a bell I don't man? know. He was, um, let's see. Because he's not the main bellboy. That's like a young, yeah, ethnic looking man. Grand Budapest Hotel. He was M. Martin. Okay, well, we don't know who that is. Mm. Okay, so he real famous. He's been in a lot of movies. Okay, um, our bad. We're sorry, blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry, blah blah blah. Um, I still, I mean, famous or not, I still think this is an odd casting choice. I think like if we're gonna make Phoebe's dad this guy who like runs off and like marries all these women and then just like abandons them, I don't know. It just doesn't fit in my You'd opinion. You'd see more of like a Mick Jagger type. Not even that, but just like somebody with this guy seems so not confident that I just have a hard time believing that he's gotten all these women to fall for him and then he leaves you've, them. You've met people that are married before, right? That you're like, how? I know. I do think about that all the time. I'm like, did you guys just get born married or like, how did this happen? <laughs> because I don't really see how either one of you like. Con- I don't know. It is confusing. You're right. But so I think I think women are a lot more forgiving with who they wind up with. And it can I be guess. weirdos like this. Maybe he's but, really empathetic, although I guess he is kind of awkward, but he's really awkward. But my final nail in the coffin on why this is a bad casting choice is he is so short and Lisa Kudrow yeah. is he's very, very tall. tall for a woman. So I just imagine that him is to be strange. Yeah, because like, he's like, like my I, height. When she's like, I just want to rip his tiny little head off, she kind of addresses it, but it is a little bit like you'd think it would be somebody a little bit taller. Yeah. More in the I average mean, height range for men. I don't know who we think it should be, but it, like, I, every time he walks on screen, I'm like, I just don't get it. Like, this does not feel like the right casting choice well, to me. What's funny is that. Um, people said that the woman who's cast as Phoebe's Montauk mom, her birth mom, mm-hmm. is perfect because she plays those really like airy fairy, dipsy, um, yeah. ditzy, ditzy like characters. So yeah. maybe he plays that same type of like socially awkward, out there woohoo characters. And so, like, maybe that's why it's – because when I was thinking, like, well, who would I have made Phoebe's dad? And I'm like, okay, well, but people who are, like, out there, the auras, musical, and that's why I was like, Steven Tyler? But but I don't I don't actually know. Sting? Uh, um, Billy Idol? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Billy Idol yeah. is somebody that you could see leaving a string of, of women's hearts, like, being yeah, in a, a and thruple, he's got the, like, and then – yeah. Yes, like not this guy, not this like weird guy in a weird coat that's four eleven. Um, 
Did I just make you spit out water? I wasn't drinking any water, but if I had been, then yes. It's just funny because you first you said your height. Every time you retell this story, this guy's getting shorter and shorter. Renee's I mean, five two. And no offense to anyone out there who's four eleven. You yeah. just wouldn't probably be Lisa Kudrow's dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just an all around odd choice to me. And he, you know, shows up to this funeral, and. I mean, it seems also strange to me that when Phoebe's like she reacts to him saying he's Frank Buffet that he decides to run away. I'm like, you had to know that the family you abandoned would be here most likely um, seeing as it's their mother and grandmother. And even if you didn't know Lily had died, like this shouldn't be shocking to you. But yeah, I I hear what you're saying. He does seem to scare easy. Um, so I actually think, okay, just, I, I agree with, yeah, he, he does act, behave very odd. Um, final point before we move on from that and continue on with the story about that. Um, we're going to put a sticker on Instagram about who you think should be, not a sticker, what a question, a poll, whatever you call it. Who do you guys think should have been cast as Phoebe's dad? So please head over to our Instagram at best friends club podcast, go to our stories and, and let us know who you think it's only going to be up there for 24 hours. So if you've missed it, you can just send us a DM. Um, let us know who you think should have been cast as Phoebe's dad. I think I'm going to stick with Billy Idol. I think that's a good choice. I'm going to think about this. I don't have an answer yet. Yeah, but you'll you can share when we post it too. I'll share okay. when we post it. Yeah. So yeah, so you're right. He comes in and he does say, "I'm Frank Buffet." He obviously doesn't realize he's talking to his daughter, but she is like, "Sure." What? And then he's like, "Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought because he thought she was just some random person that like maybe he was like looking around and was like, "Okay, I can avoid Lily, or I don't see her yet, so I can tell this this rando doesn't know who I am, so I'll just say that." I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not defending this guy. I'm not defending Bob Babylon. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he like freaks out, leaves. She chases after him and very quick thinking says that she's the executor of Lily's. No, sorry. Um, Francis's will. Yes. And that Super she's smart. left stuff. Yeah. Very good. So that they'll meet mm-hmm. later at the coffee shop. Good. Quick lion. Phoebe. Yeah. She um, doesn't think about the meeting too much, though. <laughs> No, that's true. So <laughs> I love when they so they meet at the so well, I think that and I think everybody kind of got into her head because they yeah. were like, what are you going to say? And she's like, I don't know, you know, I, I'm not sure. I I just I kind of want to ask some questions and and it is Ross. So it was quite annoying when he's like, if this was me, I'd be like, yo, dad, you and me outside. Like, I'd be pissed yeah. at this guy. And She's like, no, I know. Like, you'd think I'd want to rip his tiny head off, but I'm over it. And so then I think they kind of unpack how not over it. You know, she, she's like kind of starting to realize how not over it she is, maybe. Yeah. I think she knows, but I think it's probably so triggering to actually like see him in person. Yeah. And like, yeah, I guess maybe over it isn't right, but she probably thought she had made peace with it a little bit more than she actually has. And it probably brings up so much. Yeah, like once she actually allowed herself to kind of think like, oh, huh, am I mad at him? Okay, wow. You know, so then they meet at the coffee shop and she's like, yes, she wanted to leave you this lipstick. And he's like, oh, it's used. Okay. 
And then she's like, I just need to fill out some of my official forms and pulls out like crumpled up pieces of paper. Like a receipt. (laughs) A receipt. And she's like, okay, question one. Um, What how does what does she even ask? Um, She's like, did you have this marriage end in happiness or total abandonment abandonment. or something else like that oh yeah that's right total Um, abandonment of lily and her two daughters okay her and her two oh yeah happily medium or total abandonment of her and her two children (laughs) and then she's like total was that because you were doing like undercover work you were something else or you're a amnesia amnesia or because you're a terrible selfish bad person and then he's like do you know yeah. what? i don't want the lipstick i gotta go and yeah. um and she's about to let him walk out but then he turns around and he's like oh hey actually can you give this note to lily and she, it just hits her and she was like what lily's dead and he it hits him and he's like oh my gosh how what how long and she's like 17 years ago and then he's just like Oh my God, what about the girls? So that's quite sad. And um, Phoebe says, well, Ursula is a waitress and she lives in Soho and Phoebe is on this couch. So I think why I don't hate this guy is because if he was like total abandonment, like (laughs) this would have been an opportunity. You know what I mean? Kind of like he did at the um, funeral where he was just like, I can't take this. I scare, yeah, scared easily than like pieced out. He could have been like, oh gosh, okay, well, give up, you know, okay, well, sorry, bye. Like, you know, he like goes over and like sits next to her on the couch and is like, you're just so pretty. I can't believe you're my daughter. And is like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I was a terrible father. So he clearly just thought they'd be better off without him, which is not true. But, um, yeah. And then he's like, She's like, that's your defense? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, like, I tried to sing this song to get you to go to sleep, but it just made you cry more. Sleepy girl, sleepy girl. <laughs> to the tune of Smelly Cat, which is just so cute. Yeah. And I do okay. think. <laughs> Not winning you over? No, it's hard to feel with a cold, dead heart. I do think that this is why it can't be like Billy Idol or somebody who's like actually a musician because it's cute that it's like that's where she gets her like terrible music instincts from. Who am I? Billy Idol. Billy David Bowie. David Bowie. (laughs) That's what it is. Does he do that? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ross does. Oh, oh, she says that. I was like, yeah, yeah. Ross did it. (laughs) Okay. I see where you're going now. She's there. She's she's caught up. Copy Um, that. Copy that. Yeah, so there's this we'll, – we'll wrap it up. I can see you're over this. But um, sweet little moment. And, you know, she's like, well, I'm good at this, and, like, puts her hand on his. And then she's like, no, no, too soon. I was wondering, do we ever hear from no. dad again? Not that I know of. And when Phoebe and Mike get married, she's like, my stepdad couldn't get out of prison because apparently his furlough fell through because stabbing, stabbing Iceman yeah. and the – courtyard just couldn't wait till monday so if you had kept in touch with your real dad at all you would probably ask him to be at your wedding but we don't even hear like a mention words we don't we don't see um phoebe senior we only see her like one other time with the puppy but they reference her 
That's right. She's always like, I've got to call my mom or like, yeah, yeah. There's other things or like my. I feel like it's only in this this season. I feel like it's only in this season, like post the beach trip. Oh yeah, because why isn't her mom at her wedding? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could chalk it up to the snow and like nobody was really there except um, Marjorie and her overwhelming scent. Steel drums. (laughs) Um, She will shower when Tibet is free. Marjorie is still not showering. It is. I was going to say Tibet is not free, is it? No, I don't Um, think so. We're going to put a caveat that we're not positive, so don't. Yeah, we're not sure. We're wrong. So you, well, you can let us know. We'll Google it. We'll Google it later. Um, (laughs) It's not a free um, Tibet podcast. Yeah, it's not surprisingly. Um, But yeah, we never hear from him again. So he just. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right. And Phoebe it's, doesn't even like mention it again. That's so that's the thing is like I know that like like you said with grandma we only saw her one time with Phoebe's mom we only see her a couple times but they're at least mentioned as like being on the scene. I don't feel yeah. like she ever even talks about her dad again. I could be wrong. And so if you're out there listening and you can think of something please tell us because we're just not thinking of it. But like the only other time is when she goes upstate but that's before this that's when the grandma yeah, is like frank is a jr. pharmacist yeah and that's when she meets frank jr um yeah so anyway i feel like that was like i don't know i just feel like that could have been really sweet and i would have loved but maybe that was just too like corny if it's like and now phoebe has this like you know her mom and her dad figures back in her life and i don't know that just wasn't yeah wasn't her journey not her journey yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm okay with not seeing him. You're again, not but... sad to see him go. True. Bye. <laughs> um. Bye, Bob Babylon. Bob blah blah. See you later. Um. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What? What? Well, you're saying um. Were you gonna say something? Nope. Okay. <laughs> then let's talk about Joey's bag. Let's um, get bamboozled. Let's get bamboozled. So. Joey is sitting in the coffee shop and he's like, oh, careful, don't step on my hat. And he like pulls out this top hat <laughs> with his like Aww. oversized tee and dad jeans. Mm-hmm. And Ross is like, this is where you explain the hat. And he's like, oh, I'm going to this um, audition. And it's I can't remember what he says or like it's why. Like a fancy but- guy. Yeah. And he's like, so I, you know, I feel like everyone's going to be wearing like high fashion so sophisticated he's like an international guy that's what he says an international guy you know like a real clothes horse or something like that (laughs) yeah clothes horse he does say that and so he's like um that's not a phrase we're just not up on clothes horse in new zealand is what you dry your clothes on because we don't have dryers oh like a saw horse well no it's it's like a rack yeah, like the accordion rack. rack. Yeah. Yeah. A sawhorse is different. That's like a... Well, a sawhorse is an X that you put something on top of. Oh, okay. So I guess it's a similar yeah. shape. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, maybe it. that's where the horse, maybe that's where the horse part maybe came that's from. that's where the horse came in. I don't know I what don't that know, has to do with I don't sophisticated know guy. I don't know. Real sophisticated, like. Yeah. So Rachel's like, Joey, if you want to look nice, like, why don't you just come down to the store and I'll hook you up? And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And um, yeah, so she makes him take the top hat off and Chandler take off the bread basket that he's now put on his head to look sophisticated. So um, so they're down <laughs> the at Bloomies. And Rachel is being very kind 
to let Joey borrow clothes because if I could think of one person yes. in my friend group I wouldn't trust with expensive clothing, it would be Joey. Oh my gosh, one hundred percent. No, he yeah no. Um, the jelly donut situation. Come on, <laughs> so um, I, so she, she lends him um a nice outfit, and she's like, oh, it's missing something, and so she like brings over this bag, which is very weird. I don't know. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a clothes horse. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, and he doesn't like it at first either. He's like, I'm not really comfortable carrying a purse. And she's like, look at the catalog. See men wearing the bag. And he's like, see women wearing the bag. Yeah. And then I can't remember. I think he starts making fun of it, but then he puts it on and he's like, hey, well, this actually does look good. And well, so but to convince him. Yes. She, she goes, mentions. <laughs> see unisex and he goes maybe you need sex i just had sex a couple days ago and she goes no joey you and i sex and he goes, well i'm not gonna say no to that that oh is gosh. the exchange that i think first made me start loving yes friends. it is so funny because somebody thought that out and realized you could spell you and i sex out like you and, and it I would sound like, like you and i oh my gosh it's so funny it's and then brilliant. later so someone says something oh, yeah. sexy. He's like, you mean like you and I sexy? Yeah, she's like, I think it's sexy. And he's like, like you and I sexy? Yes. So funny. Oh, I love Joey. when Joey doesn't know words. Like unisex is not a hard word. I but just, it is for Joey. I just think about the like, no, Joey, meet new friends. Don't hit on your existing friends. Like, <laughs> yes. He just can't help himself. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so funny. I don't really get the bag either, though. I think it's an odd choice. It's um, an odd choice. Do you remember, though, when you worked at J. Crew in college? I know you do remember yes. working at J. Crew. <laughs> um, and you guys were allowed to wear – you had just had to wear stuff that looked like it could have come from J. Crew. It didn't actually have to come from J. Crew. Yeah, that's right. But you always – if you wore – I think it was if you wore jeans, you had to wear a completer piece, like a third yeah. yep. thing, like a jacket or a sweater or a cardigan or a scarf or like something like that. Yep. And I've always thought about that. And I use that all the time when I do shoots and I tell people when – like to bring accessories, I use a lot of completer pieces because it does like – give a depth to an outfit. A jeans and a t-shirt, you know, is jeans and a t-shirt, but you have a jacket or something else. Just adds a little bit of interest. So thanks, J. Crew. There you go. But um now you can all work at J. Crew. There you go. Um so anyway, <laughs> you did so it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's his completer piece that he needs. But um I think the weirder thing is that he he well okay sorry so he is walking around with the bag beforehand and he's like bring, brings it to the coffee shop and the guys are making fun of him and being like you can carry your makeup in it mrs tribbiani and rachel's like if you spill on that bag you have to buy it you owe me 350 bucks and you'd, you'd think he'd go oh whoa that's too expensive let me put the bag away instead he goes like that's a steal. I'll pay you back with the money that I'll definitely get. And I'm like, oh, Joey. Yeah. Um, but I think the weird decision is that he wears it to the audition and right. decides to audition while wearing So like, okay, you bring it with you to the audition. Great. Set it down in a chair. Like I wouldn't clutch my purse while reading a script unless that was part 
unless it was like woman holding purse or something, I guess. I don't know. I don't do a lot of script reading. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do think that if he's trying to portray a, a man of means, having like some fancy accessories is not a bad idea. But um, so I don't think it's totally odd that he brings it to the audition. But the fact that he's like being a bag salesman um, yeah, is yeah. not the right choice. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like it could have been like, oh, like bring your briefcase or like. I don't right. know what what are other things that are like like a messenger bag is a an item that men sometimes have. A trench coat yeah. could have been nice, some sort of like outer totally. layer, a coat. Anyway, but yeah, he, they're like, "Can you try it without the purse?" And then he like goes to start talking again, but then he's like, "Sorry, it's not a purse. It's actually a men's bag. Let me show you the catalog." And it's like, "Oh, Joey, you've lost it." And so the guy's like, "We've seen enough. Thank you." And I love how Joey's like bye and turns around he's like we got it we got the part <laughs> we got it with the bag it's so yeah he's so good oh. um and so then so later good. they're like oh how'd your audition go and he's like estelle said i didn't get it apparently they had a problem with the bag and <laughs> rachel is very sweet when they're like joey you need to get rid of the bag and he's like i don't have to do i reach and she's like you know as great as I think you are with it, we all do. And they're like, oh, yeah. He's, she's like, the world is not ready for you with a bag. So she lets no. him down pretty gently. Yeah. Um, it's nice. I wanted to say um, this, the way that like Rachel's like hair and just makeup and style and everything in this episode, this is one of my favorite Rachel looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like more like pretty iconic and i was thinking it's it's either my second favorite behind short hair like bob rachel oh or but i can't remember what season 10 rachel looks like but i feel like season 10 rachel is a good a good look it's really good her hair is really really good it's like a medium length and for part of it she has like the side bang yeah that's oh Um, that's the color the color is excellent and it her hair is like so shiny and her her outfits are all really cute oh yeah they're really cute because they're actually i think actually high fashion yeah yeah Yeah. um but yeah i do like i do think this is although the rachel quote-unquote is probably iconic yeah most iconic but i when i think of rachel this is what i think of yes i think of like exactly light brown with blonde highlights kind of layered around the face yes um my least favorite Rachel hair is post bob extensions. Ugh. Yeah, they're no, really bad. No, I can't bad. stand those. What's when when she dates um Bruce Willis? That yeah is, and like she's just always wearing a lot of like maxi skirts, and her hair is so long. Ugh. Hi, my name's Rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I think this, and I I feel like I do like a Bob Rachel, but I also it's I very fun. Re- I, and, like, I can't have that haircut. Yeah. But if I could, I would have by now. And so maybe yep. I'm just, like, real partial to it. I feel the same way. I have a few friends with, like, really cute short hair. And I love cute short hair. Like, it has so much style and personality because my hair is just long. And sure, maybe it's pretty, but it's just long. And it's just kind of there. It's just, like, hanging around. I don't know. Yeah. There's only so much you could do when there's so much of it. 
But I just feel like short anytime soon. No, it doesn't look good on me. Like I, in my head, I'm a short hair kind of girl, but I, I'm not on the outside, which is what counts with hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I did cut it short in college, and it was fun. It's also a lot of work because my hair is so wavy and unpredictable, and like more curly than wavy, but like would get like poofy when short and was not manageable so it's not a good thing but like my friend Steph has she's had really long hair she's had like cute bob hair and she had a cute bob like two years ago and it's just been growing out and she's like I think I'm gonna cut it I was like do it it's so cute yeah when I think of Steph I think of her with like shoulder length hair I think yeah maybe shorter yeah she had it short for a while like chin to shoulder but it's been long for a bit. But anyway. she can do that well too, because hers she looks can. cute with like the beachy wave, like a rose burn. Love, love. Mm-hmm. Would do it if I could. Too yeah. much work. I'd have an afro. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a good Joey. Is good Joey look? Joey looks the same for ten seasons. It's a good no, Rachel look. This is look. a nice. This is a nice Joey look in the green on green. Yeah, I do like Final, the green on green. Finally, him. It not is nice. in a sweater. Yeah, yeah, not in a Gap sweater with a stripe on it. And a turtleneck. <laughs> um, oh, the turtlenecks. Yeah, okay, oh, good. Man. I, I thought so too. A good Rachel look. So um, that is everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's is everything anything I wanted else? to talk about too. Okay, well. Let us know your favorite Rachel look or any of the gang. Feel yeah, free to. Any of the gang. Um, Season eight, Monica is my favorite. Monica. Oh, look. yeah. Is that when? Her hair's beautiful. Yeah. It's like really dark, is it? Or is that when she's got it it's lighter? It's dark and it's long. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. like that on her as well. And she's quite tan in that one, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. I am very excited because next <gasps> week is the one where they all find out. Oh, yay. My God. I'm so yay, 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 yay. I'm yay. so excited. <laughs> First of all, secrets are coming out. Let's get excited. And second of all, there's just so much fun. I haven't watched this episode in a really long time. Me neither. Oh, this is exciting. My disc, my disc was lost. So I bought the season on Amazon, and so now I can watch it whenever I want. It's an investment. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I haven't watched this one in a really long time either. And it's also like Ross. It's when like Ross moves into. Ugly Naked Guy's apartment, and that's such a, like, fun new era uh-huh. when he's, like, just right across yes. the street. I love that they did that. Oh, it's so good. I'm Yay. really excited. Okay, I'm really oh my excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> okay, so everybody else stay excited, too, but you got to wait one week. So um, this has been week. the one with Joey's bag. Next week is going to be the one where everybody finds out, and we cannot wait to see you there. Yay! Talk to you then. See you guys there. Bye.